Welcome back to another edition of the Monday Sweats. Uh, we have officially changed our name from Sunday to Monday because we can't seem to uh, figure out how to record on the Lord's Day. Um, we are both in Iowa, but decided not to see each other. So we are back on Zoom, um, me and Reggie. Um, that means we have no eyes on our executive producer or Nevada Trav, but I guarantee he's still working at 5.52 on a Monday. Um we have a rather depressing episode, I would say. Um, it, it's taken a little bit yeah. of time of reflection. Um, that was a that was a tough one yesterday. Um, I they, I don't have much. I don't really want to go into it that much. But Rafa, just I I felt bad for Rafa, and yeah, I think I think my I think I felt the same way as he did. Yeah, it was it was really tough. So I was. I came to Iowa yesterday and played golf at, you know, my country club for the first time yesterday. So I didn't actually get to witness any of the final round and I didn't get much service at my new course, which I didn't know. Um, so Adam's trying to kind of live stream and give me updates of Rafa and Joel Dahman and the final round and the, the text would come in, but <laughs> I just remember, Adam saying that it went to 18 and he basically said we were, we kept saying we were dead like the entire round, but then on 17, he bogeyed. So you go to 18 and he's texting me that Rafa's got like a 10, 12 footer or whatever it was. And that Joel had like a 30 footer. And then I just get like a lot of silence. And then a video starts trying to come. It's, it's trying to download on my phone, but like, cause I have no service. It's like taking its sweet time. So I'm just waiting in anticipation to know whether I thought, I, I thought Rafa must've made it because you just, the way he sent the text, I was just mind blown and it was just heartbreaking to watch that. Yeah. Basically um, Rafa hit it and or Rafa hit his putt and I, I basically had the same reaction in my parents' living room where I just fell to my knees when I saw it just lip out. And I just, I felt so bad. I was so convinced. I mean, the, the, the shitty thing was that he really, and he said it in his interview too, like he should have easily won that tournament if he showed up at all. Like he basically said his stuff, he was so off all week. He's like, I just, he's like, I didn't have anywhere near my best stuff. And I just grinded the entire weekend, which was quite obvious. Cause I mean, he, he missed a, he missed a bird. He, yeah, he was a, bad on the weekend. Yeah, he missed an eagle putt yesterday, and Domin was in a bunker and chipped. He almost chipped in for eagle, but he birdied. But Rafa had like a pretty straight shot eagle putt that he missed by like maybe five or six inches. So he they both birdied, but that was when he could have picked up. He had another birdie putt uh, the following hole. That same thing, he missed it. Like he missed two birdie putts by combined like eight inches, maybe on back to back holes. Um, and then he missed this one on, on, on 17. I don't know what he was doing. He 17 had like 35 mile an hour winds in their face. And so everything was landing really short of the green. So both him and Domin both landed really short and Domin like chipped in like a normal human and like almost made it in the chip. But Rafa tried to like skip it almost like on the ground. Like he tried to like run it and it just hit like yeah. the grass was so thick that it hit a patch that it, it just couldn't even get through. So he, that's why he bogeyed because he didn't even get it on the green, like on his second. Oh, round. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so I was like, you just lost the entire tournament. And then on 18, cause they said 18 was like another one where it's like, you aren't seeing many birdies, but he'd birdied the last two rounds on like crazy shit. 
And so same thing. He like drove it. He had like the best drive and then he stunk or he stuck it or stuck it uh, like for that birdie putt. And yeah, it just fell short. I mean, 175 yeah, and, that, and you got a dude that, top until hole 17. Like, I don't even know, yeah. man. I was, I was just devastated. Yeah. I will, I will say this admittedly, which I kind of feel dirty about it, but hole 16, uh, Domin was plus 110. So I bet like 150 bucks on it. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't know, oh. man. So wow, you, might be able to, you might be able to put a little like bit that. on me, but I, I saw this and I'm like, I mean, think of it. Like, obviously I don't, I never usually go in with like the hedge mindset. Like you, you gotta let some of these ride, especially cause our bets were like 10 bucks. I mean, we're going to win two grand, but at the same time I was like, man, even if Rafa makes that birdie put on 18, like you could easily say that we were both guaranteed like a grand. Cause it would be, it would close to, it'd be close to even money for both Domin and Campos in a playoff. Both of us could bet like, eight, 900 bucks on Domin and be guaranteed close to a grand in profit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I probably would have hedged if I was at home watching the game, but, or watching the match, but or the round, but I was on the golf course and it was freezing cold. So like I could barely drink my bush light, let alone like access my phone to like place bets. So that wasn't going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, Harb, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm glad you said the 175 to one because people didn't watch the other episode or listen to the other episode. Like, you need to know we were both going to win like eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was kind of a big round. Um, I also had, which is just another slap in the fucking face. <laughs> I had Sam Ryder too, who shot five under the last round to somehow become T2. Like I never thought he was going to win. Like I didn't think they were going to come back as much as they did at the end. on like the back nine there to like, make it be like 12 under or whatever it ended up being. But like I had two guys T2 Rafa and Sam Ryder. Like that's what I mean. Since you didn't watch, do you want to know something? Ryder missed birdie puts on 17 and 18. No, I don't want to know that. That's just mean. You're mean. Everyone's mean. I mean, he golfed out of his ass too. To, to, I mean, I don't yeah, know. He it was got like five under that last day. It was a contest on the back nine of who wanted to lose more because Domin wanted to lose and Rafa wanted to lose worse, apparently. So, or wanted to lose more. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I know you both of, both of us are kind of a fan of Joel. So, like, it was yeah. nice to see him win and he's like a good guy. He's like one of the bros and like, I don't know. It just sucks. Cause this is literally like winning this tournament. I didn't realize like, it's almost like life-changing implications. Like you get a tour cart for the next like three years, you auto qualify for like yeah. players. Like it's you, let alone like, the, I mean, and it's good for Rafa, I guess, getting second. Cause he got a lot of FedEx cup points and he still made like 300. Yeah. Grand, but I mean, any, any of the secondary tournaments, like even though they're secondary, like this one and like the Puerto Rico been like, yeah, they're not the main like WDC that's going on, but yeah, you get a two year exemption, maybe three. I, I thought it was two, but it could be three. I think it might depend on the tournament. I think it's, I'm not I think sure. it's like two still. I think it's through the 2023 season, so that'd be two two years. Yeah, so it's usually a two year ex- extension, but still, I mean, that's huge just for them to like plan their schedules and stuff. And like, you're obviously guaranteed to make decent money, even if you like miss a bunch of cuts. Like, you can just play as many tournaments as you want because you have your card for two years. So yeah, yeah. it's huge. And like. I saw, I, I was reading some of the articles about Dom and too, about like how his wife supported him and worked like two jobs and he was grinding on the mini tours and like yeah. 
So, I mean, it is a good story overall. It just, you know, I didn't have $1,800 on Domin, so it's not a good story overall, but I I get it. I get it. Um, Another, I guess, do you have anything else on the, on the tournaments? I, I didn't even Uh, watch the match play because I was getting my ass kicked at the end. So. Yeah. um, The other thing I, I I have to mention that I was also a victim of the WD bug. Uh, You had a, Good. Your boy, who was it, Sue or whatever, Sue, he withdrew, um, like, what, two tournaments ago now, I guess, after he had, like, a decent first round. I had Luke List, who withdrew after one round due to vertigo. I don't know how – like, he still golfed even golf and had vertigo. So I don't know how the hell – I don't know what happened. Like, I've never I've, I've never seen somebody, like, withdraw mid-tournament. Like, did he poke his ear or something? Like, I don't know what happened. We had a kid that – we had a kid that had vertigo on our turn team in baseball and he was a catcher and he couldn't throw the ball like two feet to the pitcher like he had to like walk the ball back to the pitcher because he couldn't throw yeah Can you imagine happened golfing? another time on the Can you imagine golfing? this happened another time on the tour yeah i did this happened one other time on the tour to somebody it, it was like maybe five years ago or more i just something about vertigo i just remember it from on the tour it's just weird but yeah that's that's crazy i don't know how you could hit the ball and then uh other than that i mean on match play um, I won one bet on there. I had Sergio who had to walk off ace. I had him to win the group at like, oh, two, yeah. like plus two fifty. So that was like, I mean, it was decent for me. I didn't bet like a lot, but it was nice to get a win like that, especially when you win like that. And then I had Rom that made it to what, like the final eight and he just got his ass beat by Scotty Shuffler. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I did my live bets when I did the match play, like I think it was the second round. I live bet a bunch of the matches and I started out like, I don't remember. I think I bet like nine of them, maybe. You said you were like four and one start. Yeah. And I had one that were like tied. So then that's just a wave because I did like a parlay on all of them too. I mean, I bet them all individually too, but I think I ended up being like, I don't know, five and three or six and three or something like that. So, I mean, I made some money on that. And I bet like a lot of the guys that were plus money too. I mean, there's a lot of upsets early on that I don't know. I don't, I feel like favorites and match play isn't like a huge thing. It's whoever's playing well at the time, not so much, you know, what their actual rank is. And like, if you looked at like the stats of like the, the only one seed that got through was, um, I'm forgetting. Rom. I don't remember there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Rom was the only one and he barely got through. Everybody else, all the all the highest seeds in their groups lost and didn't make it through the group stage. And I didn't bet a single one of the like the highest seeds to make it through the group stage, except for maybe Morikawa. Yeah, and he got smoked. I mean, he was terrible. Him and Vic were both like awful in their in yeah. their pools. Um, but yeah, that's so, all I had for that. Um, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, that was a fun. Like, it's. I thought it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I like watching match play. I wish they would do a little bit more of it. You know, I think everyone thinks that, even like the players think that. So I'm thinking like, I don't know, they keep talking about like this new tour that's going to be more like, you know, soccer with their Premier League and shit and like doing something like that with the PGA Tour, European Tour. But I think if they, because the European Tour, I feel like has a lot more like, I don't know, presence with like the younger population of golfers and stuff and like, it's just cooler in general, the guy who runs it essentially. Um, so I think if that ever happens, they'll probably do more like match play or even like, 
women with men, like LPGA plus PGA, you know, all that type of weird stuff. Like, I think they'll do more of that, but yeah, I don't know. It's fun to watch. I didn't watch a ton of it because I was either out in Chicago, which I wasn't going to because I'm sick. Um, or I came to Iowa and it was driving for the entire final round. Plus I played golf right away and it was freezing. It was, <laughs> and I was trying to get Adam to come out and watch golf with us on the golf course. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, it's 40 degrees, <laughs> maybe 35 when I text or when you texted me at the time. Yeah. Cause you weren't here and you were trying to convince me and I knew it was cold as shit already. And I opened up my app and it said 39. I'm like, I couldn't think of a worse viewing experience than to ride in a golf cart, not play while just shivering with no service, trying to watch, trying to watch Rafa either win or lose. That couldn't be a worst experience for me. To be fair. I didn't know the no service thing. I had never been out there before. This is my first time at the course essentially, but yeah, it was cold. I brought a blanket with me and had it with me in the cart. Um, (laughs) And it was like, 45 and then the sun was out but like it was there's too much wind and so like there was like two holes where we got to like a gully section where there was no wind i was like oh if it was like this i'd play 18 holes but it wasn't so we only played nine holes it's freezing (laughs) and then we just and what pissed me off about it was right when we were finishing is when you text me the like image that wasn't coming through like that like i was literally coming off the ninth green when that happened so i'm trying to get it to load and I'm really hoping it's him making the putt. And that's what I was thinking just because I think you said like, Oh my God. And then sent it or something. I just said, dude, and so I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm just waiting for this thing to load. And I'm just, all I'm praying is for, I get inside the clubhouse and I'm going to see it on TV and I get to watch their playoff and watch myself win $1,800 in the clubhouse. And then just devastation hits. And I mean, it was, it was brutal. But yeah, so that was, that was not a great first experience at my golf club. I also didn't play very well. Um, it was freezing. So I wasn't, and I'm sick. I was even sick before I Man, started. You, just so got I all the you got all the excuses lined up already. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But no, I mean, I like, I've had a cold, but like, so it probably wasn't the best idea to go play in 45 degree weather, but I wanted to play. And so we played and my drives were actually pretty good. I just couldn't hit an iron shot. Actually just like the first round I played in Chicago, like, I guess my last round, but yeah, I couldn't hit an iron shot or a wedge shot really. So I hit one green in regulation in nine holes. Like that's how bad it was, (laughs) but I made a 30 foot bomb for birdie. So I've hit one green in regulation at my new country club and I'm a hundred percent on birdie butts. That's a stat right there. That's for one stat. One for one. That's all it takes. I think I fired like a 42 or 43. I think I had like two pars and a birdie or something. But yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, other than that though, I mean, the country club's pretty nice. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to go out there. I wanted to go play or I'm still, I'm going to go play Friday, but, and it's supposed to be like 63 degrees, but the wind, I don't know if you've been outside here today, Adam, the oh, wind is fucking crazy. It's like, it's like a tsunami out here. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. And like, it's supposed to be not quite as bad as today, but like pretty windy Friday too. And I'm pissed because when I first planned this trip to Iowa, it was like supposed to be 54 yesterday when we played. And it was supposed to be like 
65 and sunny and the wind thing wasn't until saturday and now it's shifted when are you coming home so i i'm gonna come home friday so oh I'm gonna, i was gonna say we got that we have, we have the cubs game on saturday and you're like making friday yeah. golf plans i'm like this ain't happening like yeah no we uh we have good friday off the good catholic company that i work for you know uh, so, so do we I'm so a, do we Oh, nice, nice. So yeah, I'm gonna play Friday morning or like probably tennis, something like that. So it's semi warm, and then drive home after I play. So I probably won't get back to the city till like seven ish, but that's the plan. But yeah, then the Cubs game, the Cubs game is it's, weather still looks good, right? Uh, last I saw was 63 and sunny. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna crush so many beers at the Cubs game. Hey, we got <laughs> 10 a.m. tequila on the rooftop lined up already. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 a story right there. I don't know if we want to get into that on here. No, I don't think so. Uh, not on this episode, at least. Yeah, not on this episode. Maybe the recap of the Cubs game. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a, another story we can get into from it. Um, I do have a golf story if we want to spend a little more time. Yeah, it's up to you. I think we've been on this for like 20 minutes now. 15 minutes. Well, like we can say it, then we can cut it if we want to. All right, go for it. You got to say Reggie Reminisces, though. Oh, yeah. This is another episode of Reggie Reminisces. All right. So just because Rafa broke my heart, I had to tell another heartbreaking story. And that's usually how my golf stories go, it seems like. like I don't know if I can. I guess there's a couple happy ones out there, but not many. Uh, but so obviously, you know, we've talked a little bit before about how I've play, or I played high school golf. And that's where most of my stories come from because that's the last time I really played. But, and I don't think Adam knows this story either. I told two way Trav this the other day or Nevada Trav for those that you don't know that he's two way Trav. And basically, so my sophomore year of golf in high school, like we were pretty good. Our team, we had three sophomores and two juniors, but that year I decided, or well, I guess throughout high school, I drank throughout high school, but I convinced my other goody two shoe buddy on our team to come drink with us at some party. And it was right before conference regionals and sectionals. And so naturally the party gets busted. We get busted. Like cops are everywhere. We all get drinking tickets. And the rule for like my school at the time was you had to miss three events. So we missed conference regionals and sectionals. That's not even the story though. That's just a, <laughs> a prelude to it. Um, and then my junior year, we play, and with the same teams, like I said, we were sophomores and juniors, so it's the same team. So we had a shot the next year again. My team was pretty good, but they all folded, it seemed like, during sectionals. Well, I ended up shooting like 76, I think it went like 40, 36, and got in a playoff to go to state individually, because you can do that in golf for people who don't know. They pick two teams from sectionals, and then like I think it's like the best three players individually who aren't on those two teams or something like that. And so anyways, I'm going to play off. I win the playoff. So I end up going to state my junior year. So that was a good part of the story. My senior year, we go to sectionals and we play in sectionals. Our team's fairly good. It's probably better the year before, but we definitely still had a shot. Well, we go play sectionals. I think I ended up shooting 78 and we get to the clubhouse and we're looking at the scores and stuff. And it looks like these two teams are going to go. And because these two teams are going to go, 
the other like individual scores were better than my 78. So we're like thinking I'm, I'm not going to get in. And so anyways, we, our coach decides like it was a long drive and we we're all pissed off. So he's like, all right, let's just leave. And so we get on the road and we leave and it's like a four hour drive home or something. And I get home and I, my dad calls me and he's like, did you lose the playoff? I was like, what playoff? He's like, it says here online that you tied, that you should have been in a playoff. And I was like, what are you talking about? So what happened was a team that we didn't think was going to get to go ended up beating this other team. And because the score shifted, I should have been in a playoff with two other guys from this, from a same team to go to state, just like I did the previous year, but we had up and left already and had left the course and got all the way home. So I basically forfeited my playoff spot to go to state my senior year for golf. And I ended up, my coach still had no idea. I ended up calling him and telling him and he was just, he had nothing to say. He was like, (laughs) (laughs) he just, he was dumbfounded. He had nothing. And my coach is like, he was pretty bad. He should have never been the coach, but you know, in like high school sports, it's always like the teacher, you know, they get some sort of preference over like, you know, who, who's actually talented at the sport essentially. And so he's like been the golf coach for the last like 20 years. And like the head pro at our golf course always wanted to take the job. And so I just remember telling the head golf pro what happened and he could not believe it. He like went to the school board, like make this whole thing about it. He wanted to get our coach fired essentially because he wanted the job and he found it just absurd. So yeah, my, uh, my high school golf career ended with a WD. (laughs) Kind of sad, but it's it's kind of funny. It's a good story to tell. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It fits with the the realm of how our bets are going. It makes a lot of sense. Everything's, everything's all just coming together for the pod right now. Right. Um, Well, that's all we have have, today. I think. Are we going to have one? Uh, What's even up this weekend? Is it like the Valero? Are they yeah, all? the Valero. But like nobody's in it, right? Well, I don't know. I haven't looked yet, but I have. I know for my pool, like I haven't bet anything yet, but for my pool, for my fantasy pool, I have Ryan Palmer, and he's a Texas guy, so I'm hoping he's playing in it. And he he actually played pretty good in the match play too. So I have high hopes for that, but I haven't actually looked if he's actually going to play or not. I just he's he's from like. Uh, yeah, I know he's from Texas. Forget it. He went to Texas A&M, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just wasn't sure. I know it's kind of going to be a weaker field. I know Rafa qualified, but might have to see if we get some of those Texas wins down there or what's going on. I, I could see Spieth playing, too, because he's a Texas guy, too. I think he might play in it usually. I thought I saw something about him, like, adding something to his schedule, and it might have been that one. But Got it. I well, don't look. I guess that's something we'll tackle on the uh, Wednesday show. Yeah, I agree. But I have a dinner I have to get to. I got to go hang out at the other country club. Yeah, I got a dinner I got to get to upstairs. I don't know what uh, the rent's made for dinner, but got uh, high hopes for this one tonight. What'd you have last night? Uh, cheeseburgers. Ooh, that's what I'm having burgers. We're grilling out. It's sunny side, so. All right. Well, we'll talk to everyone on Wednesday. And hopefully, I mean, our picks are like, I feel like they're getting hotter, but also getting colder. Cause like they give you really high hopes 
every week, it seems like, and then they just really, really, really crush you. I think that we just have to just stop shooting for the moon. And we've said we're going to do this for like three weeks now. Like all we have to do is pick Rafa top five or Rafa top 10. And we'd be like swimming in dollars, like, or rider top five. Like if we just stopped going for just the home run and just accepted like a 20 to one payout for like a top five, we'd be just loaded. And and I will say like, I, it's not really on purpose. It's just like, I usually kind of factor in the cash out option, but because DraftKings is being so stupid, so they call these enhanced offerings or some shit. And they're saying the odds are better than other books, but that's only on a couple of the players. It's not like all their odds are better, but because they're enhanced offerings, they never offer a cash out. Cause like I would have cashed out Ryder towards the end of that round. Like I knew he wasn't going to win, but like he probably still would have cashed out for like a hundred bucks or something when he got to like 11 under in the clubhouse. Yeah, I agree. But maybe that's something we had to evaluate going forward, but all right. Well, we'll be back on Wednesday. Hopefully we got a couple more winners. We're getting there, but we'll see what we can do. Have a good one. See you guys Wednesday.